and welcome to Masculine Mastery, a show dedicated to helping men open their hearts, rise into their greatness, and liberate their most alive, awakened, and authentic selves. My name is Christopher August, and I invite you to join me each week alongside some of today's most respected thought leaders, where we'll be diving deep into a wide range of topics to support the evolution of masculinity and the consciousness of this planet. We're on a roll here. Second podcast in a week. Feeling like I'm finally getting back into the groove of things, which feels really good for me. And just to be creating in this way, sharing these spaces, these conversations that are important for our own evolution. And today is yet another one of these conversations in which I got to go super deep uh, with my brother, Sean Graves, who you've seen on the podcast now, I don't know, three, four times we've done an episode together. Each one, it just keeps getting better. He's also a very key person and role here at Masculine Mastery supporting the evolution of men. And we are running a container together called Legendary Leadership, which begins in about a month, a little over a month. And it is a 12-week men's immersion and retreat that is going to be next level. And we have just a few spaces left here. So if you want to know more about that, you can head over, head on over to masculinemastery.co slash leadership. And this program really is to help you become a stronger, more empowered, more confident and embodied authentic leader within yourself, leading yourself, taking charge of your life so that you can go out and uplift and empower others on your journey. So Legendary Leadership, go check it out, read through all the details. If it resonates, then you can apply. There's still, well, after this is released, probably about a week now left on the application process. And like I said, just a few spots left. So if you feel the call, head on over, check it out. Uh, You're not going to be disappointed. We've put basically everything we got into this and we're going to be meeting online and then in person in Mexico, like just such a valuable opportunity for everybody involved to grow, to transform, to expand themselves into the man they came here to be. So check it out. And coming into this episode today, we're going to be talking about the journey of letting go, right? And this is something that, you know, we hear these words, letting go, surrender. What does this actually mean? But there's a power in the letting go process. The letting go process is opening us up to the greater and higher aspects of ourselves. When we're able to let go of the masks that we wear, we're able to let go of the trauma we've experienced. We're able to let go of the fear that consumes our life. We're able to let go of all of these constructs, conditioning, programs that have been running within us for so long. Life just expands, but it is a process. And at times this process can be challenging. It can be difficult. It can be painful, but there's something really special when we can lean into that and we can lean into ourselves on these levels. So with that being said, uh, this conversation is really inspired by our own personal journeys, things that Sean and I have have navigated over 
Wow. A couple months now, you know, it's been a really, I mean, much longer than that many years, but these past couple months specifically have been a beautiful teaching moment for both of us. And so we're going to dive into that and, you know, really help you and support you in your process, bringing a lot of value to this episode and giving you potentially some tools, practices, resources that you can walk away with to help better your life. So if you like the podcast, if you're enjoying these conversations, please head on over to Apple, to Spotify, like the podcast, follow it, subscribe, leave us a review. It really helps. And uh, without further ado, let's just jump right in. Look forward to it. See you guys on the other side. What is happening, everybody? Uh, back for another episode this week. No, last week was what week I recorded. I thought it was this week. Time is all fucking weird right now. Anyways, I am here back in the lab with Mr. Sean Graves. We've done how many episodes together? Oh man, a whole bunch, but it's been a little while since we did one. Yeah, well, lots has, lots has happened in between those uh, those sessions as it always seems to be that way. But for some reason, this season seems to be particularly unique and different in many ways. And I think that's exactly what we're needing to get into this evening. Sean and I have been talking offline a lot, having just heart to heart conversations as we normally do, sort of a usual in our, in our realm. And also speaking about some of the creations we're bringing to life. One of those being legendary leadership, which, you know, we will probably reference through this, uh, through this talk and journey together this evening. But I just wanted to share a little bit about some of those conversations we've been having behind the scene and actually take them to the forefront, take them to a live audience and people that will actually listen to some of these really important, what I feel to be crucial topics to be discussing Mm -hmm. right now as it pertains to what we're all going through, which is this massive, massive upheaval and journey of transformation. And uh, sometimes it can feel unexplainable there. There sometimes may feel, you may feel like there's not really words you can put to this. And that's what we're going to attempt to do tonight. And what we've boiled down here is the essence and speaking to the journey, the quest, the unfoldment of the letting go path of surrender. And what does that actually mean? Right? Like you hear these words, they're tossed around a lot, but what does this actually mean? So yeah, that was the little introduction spiel I wanted to give in the beginning. You got anything? Yeah, man. Uh, well, I just want to say I think this one is going to be super relatable for a lot of people. And it's it's a, an important one that, like we've said, doesn't really get spoken to that much, it feels like. And I think a lot of people know David Hawkins' book, Letting Go. It's one of my favorite books. Um, Great book. But I will say this. I read that book and I've... I've dove into the conceptual learning around surrender and letting go at the mental level, but I didn't really grasp it at uh, like a nervous system level, a physical body level. And I feel like that's what's happening in these last, really 2023, um, where I'm having the experience of it and really like deeply somatically at a cellular level, understanding what that is. And so my my intention is to be able to articulate that the best that I can in this conversation in the most vulnerable, authentic way, because I think so many people are going through this process right now at different levels. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, consciously as we're having this conversation and been speaking about it, you know, there's, it's, it's can be difficult to find words for these sort of revelatory and initiatory experiences. Mm. It can be hard to, to explain these things, but, you know, I think what, what we really want to get into is really what's happening in the heart space, because we're all being sort of initiated in the sense of having going through some perhaps deep resurfacing of trauma of pain that we've experienced wounds from our childhood, uh, heartache and heartbreak, you know, through, um, maybe losing a, a partner or a loved one or someone you really cared about. Perhaps it's death, whatever. These are all experiences of loss of a job, money, whatever. All of these things are initiations to bring us to another level, a more embodied, soulful level of being. But in that process, it can be very, very difficult to forego that without resistance of the ego of holding on and gripping on to control because we've all been programmed in this society to live from a place of control and conditioned into this. And as part of the ego, it's to hang on to what is familiar and what is comfort, the false illusions of security and safety, all of these things, because the ego, if let go in certain ways and capacities, well, there's more of the soul that comes online. So mm. I want to start there and actually talk to you a little bit about that process of like, you know, releasing the grip of control. Yeah. And for me, it's been fucking hard. Totally, man. <laughs> Can I throw just one quick thing in there too? Like as we're saying sure. this, uh, an important aspect of this conversation is what's happening on the planet, the feminine energy that's mm. been imbalanced for so long is is regulating itself. The earth is balancing itself with the masculine and the feminine energies now, and it's happening within all of us individually and collectively. And, uh, you know, especially for men with the conditioning that we have, we've been trained to just constantly be doing shit, constantly be striving towards something or like plowing our way through, grind, hustle, and uh, it's we're getting burnt out. We're getting burnt out big time. And the f the feminine nature that's rising within us, especially again the men, uh, is really asking us to be and relax and be in a, a mode of receptivity where you can actually get the wisdom and the guidance that's going to take you to the next stage of your life, which is not the forcing and the pushing through and the the hyperactivity and like that's the old paradigm that's breaking down and i think a lot of people are in between phases of this and it's very unsettling it's very fucking scary when you lived your whole life from that place and then all of a sudden the rugs being pulled out from underneath you and you don't know what's what's happening and what to do about it and Christopher, you and I have both gone through this process so fucking intensely, and now we're we're starting to get on the other side of it a little more, and those things are balancing out. So I think we can really speak to this, and um, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get into kind of our own experience with that and why it's so important. Yeah, and I'm glad that you brought that point in. That was a very, very important point to bring in on this conversation because there is this balancing happening, whether we know it or not, it's happening to every one of us. And, 
we can bring some awareness around this of what's actually transpiring. And as Sean was saying, you know, this entire world has been operating in a hyper-masculine way in the sense of there's been the shadow aspects of the masculine that have showed up. And that's how the world has been run for Mm. many, many, many years now. And so what's actually happening is we're being sort of forced to sit down, to listen, to receive, as Sean was saying, more of what is attempting to be spoken through us. And when you go out into nature and something we always bring into these conversations, the nature in itself is feminine, right? And so when you're in nature, when you're connecting with the earth, the earth as this beautiful being is having these sort of dialogues and conversations when we can actually sit down and we can sit on a rock or sit on a piece of grass, sit on a mountain, sit on a beach, wherever it is, and just listen for a few moments, we can actually begin to receive what is being said Mm. and what is being said and what has been spoken through me. And I know through you as well has been, it's fucking time to like really, really begin to let go of some of the, the things, the habits, the behaviors, the patterns that have been, you know, really in a cycle for a very long time Mm. and really begin to come into a different way of being more from, not from this space of the head, but way more from this place, the heart. Totally. And one, one thing I shared with my group this weekend, uh, at our retreat was just highlighting and bringing awareness to we we live on a planet that is sentient, that is living, breathing intelligence, divine intelligence, and it's 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 prime. It's um, yeah, its prime aspect is feminine. It's Mother Earth, right? We always we always use the term mother when it comes to this planet. And there's a reason for that. She is unconditionally providing for us. She gives us what we need to survive and live and have life on this planet. And the more we can slow down and start to receive and go for a walk in nature with with no shoes on and connect with that living intelligence that she is, um, these emotions that are coming through, because I'll give it a quick example. You know, I'm just thinking of my dad, right? Like when shit would get real at my house, especially lately in the last few years, um, I could just see him get very uncomfortable and I see his conditioning. And when things start getting a little bit intense emotionally and things are coming up for him, he starts doing projects around the house. And he starts like fixing things that probably don't even really need to be fixed or like washing dishes. And because that's what he's trained to do unconsciously when emotions are getting uh, very uncomfortable. And I think the distraction. Mechanism. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's what men are trained to do. And so when you ha- when you ask them or when they're when they're finally in a place where they can sit and those things are coming up, um, it's a lot. We're not used to it and it's intense and that's, but that's where the healing is. That's where that structure collapses and a much bigger, greater expanded you can emerge from that. And, but you distracting yourself and not feeling the emotions trying to come up that your body's trying to release, you're in resistance and it creates a lot of suffering and a lot of pain. 
And we know that very well because we did that for a while. So I just wanted yeah. to use that example because I think people can relate to that. Well, and I even still find myself in, you know, distractions. We were talking about social media the other day mm-hmm. and things like that. Like these these things are super common, you know, and it's like okay, it's the, it's the awareness of catching yourself, not judging yourself, but just observing and be like, okay, so why is this device in my hand right now? Mm. I'm realized I've been on this for 25 minutes now. Yeah. You know, what am I, what am I not wanting to see within myself? Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it's, it's just, you know, it doesn't have to be as deep as that, but oftentimes there is something that's there that's not, doesn't want to be felt. And especially as of late, if I've been monitoring myself lately, yeah. You know, just to give some brief context, because I really want to bring in personal experiences into this to make it super real. Yeah. Over the past two months, um, I've been going through what might many might call a shamanic initiation. And I began to undertake a series of combo medicine journeys beginning at the end of March. And if you're not familiar with combo, combo is a frog from the Brazilian Amazon that is used to extract physical, mental, emotional, and energetic um, it's here to to purify and cleanse. It's it's here to bring out some energies that you might be hanging on to that may be not serving your highest good. And for me, you know, my intention going into this was to really fully realize and come into the depth of my power and my potential that I'm here to to share with the world through my mission, through my service, through my love, and so forth. So it was a pretty strong intention and and setting an intention like that in anything, it's going to cleanse and clear the things that are no longer in that energetic alignment of that intention. So when you are speaking something like that out, you better be prepared to go through a really intense process. And that's what it's been for me. I've, I've gone into this journey with a lot of humility and very much humbled by this specific medicine of combo and also just the process of life. You know, in between these sessions, I've been crying uh, nonstop, just deep levels of grief that I don't even know what they are have been just coming up. Anger, rage, all of this, just like a, a pool of all of these emotions. And this and the conversation Sean and I have been having just have been around like having to really trust this process, having to really trust and let go and surrender to what life is trying to bring through us. And that's what it's felt like for me. And it's been really, really hard to have some of these old ways being surrendered and let go and having to embrace more of just being, of just rest, of just receptivity. And I still have yet to master that, but I'm in the process of that on such a deep, deep level. So I just wanted to share that into the space. Yeah, beautiful, brother. Yeah, and just to add on to that, in my experience, um, and I and it was revealed this weekend, you know, journeying with some of the, you know, of course, right? It's like you you put a plant medicine in your body it's the consciousness of, like I was talking about earlier, that living, breathing, sentient Mother Earth energy. And all she wants to do is heal us, right? Like, imagine a, a mother, right? A mother wants her small child to be happy, to be joyful, to be uh, loving their time, 
on the planet, like having a great life. And Mother Earth is no different. She wants to feel her children dancing happily on her surface, enjoying themselves. But yet we're we're really far away from that collectively. And so I, I just say that because when you put that in your body, shit's going to come up and, and it's going to show you everywhere where everything that needs to be healed is asking to be healed within you. And for me, uh, man, you know, like we've talked about, Christopher, this this journey not only in a spiritual sense, but becoming an entrepreneur, leaving an, an old structure of what you thought life was and what you thought you should be doing and the, you know, the career you thought you should have had when you throw all of that away and you just dedicate yourself to walking your path and allowing life to bring you what you need for that. Um, holy shit, I didn't realize how much... I was seeking, and this has actually gone on my whole life, but it just really got highlighted deeply this weekend, how much I had been looking for validation from other people to let me know that what I'm doing is okay. And this, you know, I'm a, I'm a coach. I do weekend retreats. Um, I, I do medicine work with people and uh, a number of other things. But my whole purpose in life is is helping people through this process and this transformation. So of course, I have to go through mine very intensely if I'm going to hold space for anybody to do that. And it's been it's been so intense to like look at all of these parts of me and just look at how desperate I am to get validation from others and not care about giving it to myself. And if I don't get it from other people, I'm devastated and I don't think it's good enough. And it's I've, I've allowed other people's opinions and what they think about things that I'm doing or what I'm about mean more and be more than what I have to say about that. And this was shown to me so powerfully and I had, and as I was sharing with you in our conversation, Christopher, that, that woman who just started channeling in that moment. She's like, you can let all of that go now and you can live without that and you can trust yourself and you can just be, and that's enough. You are the only one that will ever validate you. And man, I felt all of these aspects of me, right? From childhood, from teenage years, from early adult years that had been living in that paradigm, all of a sudden like, start shaking with fear of like, oh my God, who am I without that? And that's where the grief comes in. That's where the sadness comes in. As you start to let go of something that big that you've been holding on to, it's sad to all those parts of you that have existed in that and thought that's who it was for so long. There's there's a grieving process with that. And I started to just shed all of these tears as I was cuz tears coming out of your body it's a re, it's an energetic release it's an emotional release that's an identity of me that I is is going away it's being purged from my body with these tears and that's what what we mean when we say like letting go you're letting go of things that aren't serving the man or the being or the human that you're becoming that you're transforming into that's falling away and that's, there's grief every time with that. There's always going to be deep levels of grief when you shed these layers. It's very normal. And if you can start to see it that way, 
uh, it brings a lot of peace instead of the what the fuck is happening to me, <laughs> you know? So I just wanted to bring that in because it's so alive for me right now. It's like, Sean, you, you need to let go of all validation seeking from things outside of you and start to live your life just giving that to you and trusting yourself and trusting that that's enough. And that'll be a practice, but that's what I'm committing to. That's what I'm keeping at the forefront and following the best that I can. I really love that you shared all of that. It was a really, uh, really beautiful example of letting go of the process of what you're actually meaning about this. And we're going to we're going to dive deeper into this because there's, there's a lot here to talk about and really like solidify this, this journey and how people can begin to let go and release some of these identities, attachment stories, judgments, so forth, you know, and, and find more lightness, find more clarity, find more freedom. Mm. Cause that's what it's all about at the end of the day. But before you get into that, I want to just say one thing about the worthiness aspect, right? Mm. This is a big one, yeah. big one. And it's something that I've also very much struggled with, with validation of seeking approval, right? Mm -hmm. Seeking approval through so many different ways. But a mantra affirmation that I've been really working with lately is I am enough just as I am. I am enough just as I am. There's something very powerful about this affirmation. And, you know, affirmations, you can say them and repeat words in your head, but if you're not actually feeling them, then they're not going to do anything. So, and there's a whole, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation on what affirmations are and how to actually use the power of affirmation. And it has to be felt on a cellular level. And this mantra, this affirmation, I am just as I am, I am enough just as I am, is extremely, extremely cleansing. And I've, I've found myself in deep levels of love and acceptance of myself. And I still have a ways to go, but there's been a softening that's happened there in realizing like, I can just, I don't need that anymore. I don't yeah. need that. I can just be who I am and I can show up as my true self speaking my truth and just living straight from the heart living authentic. Mm. And that's what we all crave, man. That's what we all fucking want, yeah. man or woman. It doesn't matter. Like that's what we all want. Yeah. Nobody wants to wear the fucking masks anymore. Yeah. And nobody wants to have to upkeep this level of, of having to pretend to be somebody we're not. Yeah. That's fucking exhausting. Uh, it's so exhausting. It's fucking exhausting <laughs> to have to keep up with bringing this part of yourself that isn't even you to social media, to your friends, to your family, you know, and hiding these different parts of ourselves. I see this all the time with my clients as well, mm. right? They're good mirrors back. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm having to really feel like I need to hide this part of myself from this person. Why? Because you fear rejection. Yeah. The fear of rejection runs so rampant <laughs> amongst all of us, right? We, we don't want to be rejected. We don't want to be abandoned. And so this is why we wear these masks. Yeah. And, but what we begin to realize is that it's not so much about others rejecting us. It's about us rejecting our fucking selves. Oh yeah. That's you know, all it's, it is. It's about, that's all it is. It's all it is, is just rejecting our, 
ourselves. And so what does that take? It comes into a process of acceptance, mm. of embracing our unique truth in this fucking divine order. And so, yeah, that, that's, that's a big thing. So we're all, we're also letting go of these masks. Mm -hmm. We're just taking them off, taking them off layer by layer. And it's uncomfortable because you've been wearing that mask for God knows who, how fucking long. Yep. Right. So and you might it's, lose it's time to strip away. You might lose a lot in your life when you take that mask off. Everything that was tied to it, your, you know, certain friends, certain, you know, different aspects of your life that were all uh, attached to that mask that you had on, th those will fall away when you strip that off. And that is, that can be a sad thing. Like I said earlier, that's going to stimulate some grief, of course. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to share along the lines of what you were just saying, um, what this has looked like for me, just to give like a tangible example I was at an ecstatic dance on Friday, which is simply, if, if people don't know what that is, or they maybe have some idea of what it is, it's really just an intentional space to to move your body any way that you want in a in a place where everybody's doing that together. And it's it's more ceremonial. It's more intentional. Like you come together, maybe you, sh you set the intentions together at the beginning, and then it like starts off a little slower, and then it gets, you know a lot of energy moving towards the middle and then it winds down and it slows down and then you end up just on the ground at the end, just like relaxing. And it's like a Shavasana at the end of a yoga class. So I had this experience in, in this dance where there's mirrors on the wall and I just got, I just had a moment where I, I caught myself in the mirror and I just stopped what I was doing. And you know, there's like 30 people in here and everyone's dancing, doing their own thing. And I just stopped in the mirror and I just, started looking at myself and, and giving myself a hug. And my ego is just like, dude, this is weird. People are seeing what you're doing right now. Like this isn't the space for that, blah, 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 blah. And I was just sitting in that discomfort of those narratives going on in my mind, but it didn't matter anymore. I, I was just holding myself and I was like, dude, I love you. I got you. I know how fucking hurt you've been in the past because you couldn't see outside of the the lies and the painful things that were going on in your own psyche. And I'm so sorry you had to go through that for so long. And the insecurity was just crippling you for most of your life. And you tried to just stuff it down and pretend like everything was okay and put on this shell of yourself to the outside as if it was all okay while you were like just about to crumble at any point. And uh, you don't, you're never going to experience that in that way again, because I'm here now and I got you. And mm. dude, I could feel it in my body. It was like electricity going up and down. And it, my body was responding like, yes, this is it. This is the truth right here. This is, this is, it was mm. like, I'm home. I'm home to myself. And yeah, shit will get wild. I'm sure different points of the journey, but like, I'm here for you now. I see you. I'm here for you now. And I'm not going to let that happen to you anymore because I love you. And born out of that self-love, like we start to develop this amazing relationship with ourselves. And why is this so key? Because when the, the ego lies come in and the unworthiness and the things that bring you pain in the chemistry of your body – you, you, there's a vigilance. You're like, no, I am not allowing that anymore. 
I am not allowing myself to suffer because I know better and I love who I am. And, and it's, it's, it's protecting the little boy inside of me, the wounded teenager inside of me. It's bringing all of those aspects of me into wholeness and being like, I got you. That's not happening anymore. Not while I'm here. And, and then this builds and then the rest of your life, you just get to experience everything from more of a place of, of wholeness and integration and, and very little of, you know, like for me, it's been doubt. I've been doing it a lot with doubt. When doubt creeps in, I will look in the mirror and be like, that is not what we're doing anymore. I love you. I believe in you. These things are inside of you because the creator put it there and you're supposed to be doing it. Boom. Let's go. No more doubt. No more doubt. And then your creations reflect that. What you do in the world reflects that. And you get to move with a knowingness. And it feels so much more peaceful in your body to have that. And, and it all just comes back to that relationship with you. And that's what letting the letting go process and everything that we're talking about has really forced me to do. And it's one of the most beautiful things I've, I've done for myself. Mm. Well, and you know, I can really feel that now, right? It's like the more you open your channel to this and you open your channel for, for spirit to flow through you and allow yourself to just be a conduit for that energy, Mm -hmm. the creations just get better and better, right? Like just take, for example, our latest program, legendary leadership, this 12 week men's immersion and retreat that we've created. It's taken off. Like it's almost all sold out now. And that's in a matter of a couple of weeks. And just because we're, we're really like really anchored in the fucking power of this, right? The way it came through the way it's just, yeah, I'm feeling really strong energy around this container. And it's because I've had to shed the layers to get to the truth of what really wants to be spoken and heard. Mm. And that will be a great segue into this piece right here, which is about feeling. The first step in letting go is feeling. We've been talking about that and you hear that a lot, right? Like, you know, people all, everybody's talking about somatic healing now and what that actually means. I have a couple of videos on that. We can go into that later, but really what it comes into is just depth of allowing yourself to feel and not escape anymore, not distract anymore, but actually coming into feeling. And I found this part in, in it's Sean mentioned the book earlier. It's called letting go by David Hawkins. It's an extremely, one of my favorite books. Mm. It's, it's extremely powerful, but I wanted to read this part. Um, it's in this part three, it's called escape. And it's talking about the avoidance of feelings through diversion. Right. And he states in the beginning here, I'm just going to read a few parts because this is really pertinent to the conversation. This avoidance is the backbone of the entertainment and liquor industries and also the route of the workaholic. Escapism and an avoidance of inner awareness is a socially condoned mechanism. We can avoid our own inner selves and keep our feelings from emerging by endless variety of pursuits, many of which eventually become addictions as our dependency upon them grows. Right? Very, very powerful statement on on the way we escape. This is my favorite part. He gets into the feeling aspect. Enormous amounts of energy are required to keep down the growing pressure of suppressed and repressed feelings. There is a progressive loss of awareness and an arrest of growth. There is a loss of creativity, energy, and real interest in others. There is a halting of spiritual growth and eventually the development, physical and emotional illness, disease, aging, and premature death. The projection of these repressed feelings results 
in the social problems, disorders, and the increase of selfishness and callousness characteristic of our present society. There's so much there. And I love the first part in which he's talking about this pressure that grows within Mm. you. That's a lot to fucking carry, man. Like, and I hear this all the time from all of my, my clients I work with too. Right. And even including myself, the amount of fucking pressure I feel inside of myself, it's just like, it's gotta be let out. And oftentimes it's let out in unhealthy ways. So we need to surround ourselves and and create spaces in which we can all let out the pressure, right? This is why brotherhood and men's work is so important because we're letting out the pressure. Mm. We're, we're, we're letting down the guard and we're coming into a space in which these things can be expressed in a healthy manner and be able to really fucking get out and unleash from the somatic vessel. Yeah. And one thing that you and I have talked about and we've shared in different ways, when you said pressure, I just thought of this right away. Um, probably one of the things that have, that has dragged me down the most with keeping inside of me and like just watching it recycle over and over again is this pressure around money, this pressure around not this idea of uh, lack and scarcity and not having enough and providing for myself and then making me think that I'm less of a man because I am, because I'm quote unquote struggling with that or I have struggled with that. And um, this, this idea of like, you know, wow, you can't even, you can't even take care of yourself. Like you get your, you're always cycling back to this and I can feel the pressure of that story inside of me. And it just, it gets so intense. And I, I know you and I have both been purging huge aspects of this in the last year. And this goes really deep, right? It's in our DNA. It's in our ancestral lineage of um, survival-based thinking, right? And, and earth, God, source, creation, universe is, is lifting us to a higher octave right now to take that pressure away and start to relax into abundance, relax into the knowing and the new story of I'm provided for. I have everything that I need. There is only abundance all around me. And start to start to see from that lens instead of the survival-based uh, paradigm that is, it's soul crushing, man. Poverty consciousness is soul crushing and it consumes your thoughts it consumes your daily experience and it's like this this like unsettled just like wave pattern lurking beneath the waters that's always like tugging at you and that's no fucking way to live this human experience and thank god we're purging this but holy shit it's not easy and but it's but when you can start to see the other side of it and your nervous system starts to believe in abundance and starts to believe that the universe does provide for you and and we are supported immensely and then life will reflect that back to us you can start to ease and relax and <sighs> instead of that like <gasps> in those short breaths that start happening when you think you don't have enough and how am i going to pay the bills and how am i going to provide for my family and blah 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 like that is a fucking grip on humanity that is so dark 
and so just life killing. And, and that is um, a big aspect of this feminine energy that we're talking about of like putting yourself in receiving mode and relaxation so that you can get the blessings of life energetically and magnetically because that's what we are. We're energetic beings. And if we're tight and tense and fight or flight mode, we are in survival-based thinking chemically and we can't get the inspiration, the ideas. Life can't shift and move things in synchronistic ways to get us the things that we're needing. It's small self. It's I got to fight and survive and step on people's heads to get by. Like I'm so glad that I have like spent so much time on this one and and purged a lot of it because holy shit did that destroy me for so long. It's a fucking big one, man. It's a big one. And I know there are so many people that are listening to this right now that can relate to exactly what you said. And, you know, this process really requires a deep, deep, deep embodiment of trust. Yeah. And that's, that's a big one, man, yeah. the trust, like, how do you develop trust? Like I, I, I intend on someday teaching a workshop on trust mm. when I'm can really articulate this in a way that has been fully embodied. Cause I'm all about walking the talk and fucking living by what I actually say. Yeah. That's one thing I keep myself in integrity with. And I know you do too. Mm -hmm. And I'm still in this process of like, Really, I mean, I've been working with trust for a very long time and, and now it seems to be really coming into focus in the sense of really understanding it on a cellular level, yeah. but there's still some room. There's still some, there's still some room for more trust. Should we, so, should we go you know, into that a little bit? Cause people might not yeah. understand the exact, like the aspects of what we're talking about when we say trust. I, yeah, I think that's a good idea. And maybe I'll share my version yeah. and then have you share yours. Yeah, sure. Great. So, so in regards to trust, we've talked about so far the realms of magnetism, receptivity, allowance, receiving what is already ours, right? The abundance, the freedom, the peace that is already innate to us. And I always use the analogy of how all of what's in the way of that is the clouds, right? right. And behind that is the sun. Mm -hmm. It's a great analogy. The sun is always shining behind the clouds. You know, when you take off an airplane, you go through the clouds and boom, the sun is there. Mm -hmm. Blue skies, always shining. That's in, in, essentially our soul that's there. And those layers are in the way. And so when we go through this process of letting go and receiving that of which we are, abundance, wholeness, pr prosperity, peace, freedom, all of that, mm -hmm it requires a level of trust that we don't need those things that are in the way anymore and that we can trust life to support us in that process. We can trust ourselves in walking our true higher purpose and path. We can trust others on that path to receive exactly what we need in that process. Even if it might look like pain on the outside, even if it might look like heartache on the outside, we can trust that process and trust that we are being guided to exactly 
where we need to be at all times. Mm. There is no mistakes and there's no wrong decisions in that process. It's trusting your decision-making. It's trusting your choices that all of it is leading you back to the same path. And there's no wrong choice there. Mm. This is what I'm talking about when I'm speaking about trust. And it's a very, very powerful teaching. It is. It's, I had a mentor that used to say, I think he actually wrote a book and it was called trust the most powerful force in the universe. And again, I oh, didn't really I read that. It's really good. It taught me so much. Send that over. Send that, I'm going to put that in the show notes, actually. Um, so I, oh, again, I had like that as a, as a mental concept of like yep. understanding it from up there, but I didn't have it in my body. And um, to me, and I think everyone will kind of form their own definition around it. But to me, the fundamental aspect of it is like, why it's so important is trust leads to you being relaxed when you trust life and you trust because trust is also knowing this too. When you trust that life supports you because you are life itself and life supports itself, you can relax and you can breathe and you don't have to go into the survival place because you know that life's got you. And we have momentum of thousands and thousands of years. We have programming from our parents and society so much inside of us that is screaming, no, you can't trust or you'll die. Our biology is screaming that at us. And we have to transcend that through our own consciousness within us. And while that's happening in our body, say, no, I know the truth. I know that life's got me. And I know that I'm provided for, and I know that I'm being this river of consciousness or this river of life is taking me exactly where I need to be. There's nothing that I even really need to do. I just need to allow life to be what it is, and it's going to take me where I'm supposed to go, where I'm needed. And and that is probably always going to be, I shouldn't even say probably, it's always going to be so much better than what my ego ever could have come up with like that's such a small aspect of what life could have been and we hold on to that little thing tied to our little version of ourselves but when we open up to god when we open up to the universe and say take me where you need me that is allowing yourself to be in a place where you're not tense all day you're not freaking out you're not stressed because you know you're in the process you know you're in the flow and life's got you baby and I had to live out of my car and be in the most intense fight or flight situations ever to finally get to this place of like, everything I've tried doesn't work. Like, all right, life, I know you did this to me. You cracked me open. You took away everything materially. You stripped it all away. You did it for a reason. Let's go. Take, take Whatever it is that I'm needing, I'm open to receive it now. And of course, <laughs> that's when everything happens. That's when the money comes from left field. That's when huge opportunities come in because you're not in resistance anymore. You're not, there's not that radio interference that's blocking the things that life is trying to flow to you. And what a beautiful place that is to be. And it took me many years to learn that. And so I hope that when I share this, it can there's some kind of resonance in my words that people can hear and be like, Oh shit. Okay. I feel that. I feel that that's real. Yeah. All right, cool. That's okay for me to do that. 
You know what I mean? Like it actually makes sense. It makes so much sense. It's even, you could say it's even like at a scientific level through frequency and vibration. It all, it makes sense to me of when I'm not tense and I'm not fighting and I'm not um, holding on to what I thought things should be. And I let that which created me to bring me the things that, I, that I'm needing. It's like, imagine being a little kid, right? And like, you're trying, your parents are just watching you and you're just struggling and you're trying to figure something out and you're just like running in circles and they're just looking at you like, oh, like, we'll let him learn that way. But like, when he stops and finally says like, mom and dad, I need some help on this one. The the parents are so stoked to jump in and help out in the best way they can. And that's what I look at life as. It's, It's like waiting for us to do this. And it's like free choice. You get to explore and do this in your own way but like eventually the pain of that will lead you to finally cracking open and being like all right i'm done that none of that's working I'm done fighting yeah yeah well just like we were talking about the other day it's like laying down the arms laying down the weapons we've been having we've just been hanging on to them for far too fucking long and we're just destroying ourselves and you mentioned a key point about stress right like what we're doing in this is we're retraining our nervous system yeah. Right. And, and that takes a minimum of, um, of, especially when we account for our own cellular memory, it takes a, on a minimum of seven years to go through a restructuring process. Mm -hmm. And this is a wisdom of the gene keys. Richard Rudd talks about this a lot, how it takes a minimum of seven years to really rewire something so innately built in. And this is not only ours, it's fucking ancestral Mm generational shit we're talking yeah. about here. So it's, we're, we're doing that work and it's, it's deep, super deep, yeah. but you know, stress in itself is a result of us needing to seek relief, but we don't know how. So we're caught in these cycles and we cause ourselves to be stressed. And yeah. it's until we surrender, until we lay down the arms and say, okay, like I'm, I'm here, I'm available. And I think that's a perfect now segue into the art of surrender because surrender is a term, in my opinion, that is often uh, like it's used a lot, right? But it's like a lot of people don't really understand like what surrender truly is, or you look at surrender as weak, right? Where, which it's not, it's actually pure strength. Right. It's like, we look at it as putting your sword down and giving up. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to read another quote that's comes from another book on surrender. I purposely pulled these before this conversation because I knew they would come through. Mm. And this book is called, it's a really good book. I don't know if you've read it. It's called The Magic of Surrender by Cute Blackson. No, I haven't. Highly recommend it. Very good book. I'll throw it in the show notes as well. Yeah, he was using these examples of Nelson Mandela. Everybody knows his story and his life pretty fucking intense. Mm. Required a deep level of surrender for his experience. But I want to read this quote. It says, surrender isn't passively accepting the status quo. Surrender is daring to not only feel the injustice, but to do something about it. Real surrender is not a matter of form. What you wear, what you don't wear, what you do or don't do, what you say or don't say. Surrender is an inner state of being and your relationship to life. A commitment to follow where life leads you. Sometimes it leads you beside quiet waters. Other times it leads you straight into the fire. Mm. But surrender is the knowing that whatever, wherever life leads you, there is a reason. You are ready and life will back you up. Yes. 
fucking love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Whew, that hits. And you can't know what that's going to be like until you let go and surrender, which is the hardest part to do, right? It's like jumping off the cliff and not knowing if you're going to grow <laughs> wings or not. That's because it's because the mind's like, we're going to die. We're going to die. We're going to die. But it's the only way to find out experientially how this works and wh- and why it's so powerful. And so many people are so desperate to not surrender because it, they equate it to physical death. Mm-hmm. It's an ego death. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Or it's an or it's an integration of the ego after it's after it's had its day of because that's what it does feel like it does feel like a physical death yeah and that's a huge fear it's to die and really the biggest fear is to lose the personality the the false self the small self the little self that has been playing small for so long mm. that's the that's the fear it's the fear of that and it's it's actually fearing stepping into our true divinity and power. Mm -hmm. And that's been one of my biggest fears. Like what the fuck is that? Because I know there's a fucking bright ass, big ass (laughs) fucking huge fire burning within. And it's, it's gone out uh, for some time, (laughs) but when I actually tune into it and I feel that fire, it's like, I don't know. I'm almost fucking scared of that. And, and just to be, super humble to that, Mm. but it's time. It's like, nah, I I can't be fucking dousing this fire anymore. I just got to let this thing fucking roar right? and do it from a place of fierce compassion with the feminine aspects and allow it to just really bring forth transformation and change in this world. Mm. And, And we all have that capacity but we're suppressing it. And so the, what is surrender? It's, it's surrendering into that and allowing that to emerge yeah. and allowing that to be fucking felt not only by yourself, but those around you, because that's the medicine you're here to bring. Mm. And man, that fire like fueled by compassion. Cause maybe before, you know, that, that fire is, uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit destructive to things around you. But when you have that balanced with the feminine aspect to go with it, Hmm. it's so powerful because you you can become such a leader of your own life and not be disconnected from other people. You're still seeing everybody as you living a different journey and you feel the suffering of people around you and you make it your mission to live the best life you can and be the biggest you that you can be so that... uh, it will be a shining example for those around you to do the same thing. Cause if we're all doing it, our world's going to transform really fucking fast and we'll have so much less of the suffering that we see. And to, to the point we've made earlier, it's like no wonder so many people numb out and disconnect from their feelings because to tap into the collective suffering and like the people in their communities that are suffering and all the pain and all the hurt, that is so fucking intense. No wonder people don't want to feel that, but it's only through feeling that will it drive you to want to have it. It will drive the desire to do something about it. Mm. And not that you have to go out and change the world and like create this huge cause. No, you just change yourself 
and let you, you let yourself become a force of nature and life will use you in the way that it wants to use you, however that might look. And that's the surrender process, right? It's like I let go of maybe this vision that I thought I had for my life that came from maybe some egoic place within me and I'm going to let life use me as that force of nature in whatever way it needs to. And and that that can look like, it's like the more we can allow that, the bigger our experience can become. And I don't know about, I mean, I know this for you, Christopher, of course, because it's there for me too, but it's like, I'm very curious of what my life will look like in that full surrender and what life wants to do with me and the bigness of that. I'm very curious to uh, discover that in my life experience as this avatar for this one. I, I want to know the fullness of what the creator put in me. I want to know that. I don't want to die and go to my deathbed and and question like not having known that and living as a tiny fraction of what I knew was in there. That would be fucking brutal. Like so That'd be true how. Dude, oh, it's my <laughs> it's like my worst nightmare is that being a, I like watch videos of old people talking about their regrets and I'm like, okay, but I come not not from a place of fear of like, all right, I'm, I'm scared that that will happen, so I better do this. No, it's more from a place of curiosity of like, I want to know what the highest me expressed looks like and what I'm capable of. That's I'm very fucking curious about that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel every word that you just said, and I, I feel the same exact way. And so... This conversation has seemingly maybe looked like it's taken many twists and turns, but I want to bring it back full circle here because there's a lot of key points here that all tie together. There's, they're actually, everything we mentioned today is actually not separate. It's all interconnected. Mm -hmm. And I think for the listener, somebody listening to this conversation, it's like, okay, so let's, let's kind of like dial this in, in a way that actually makes sense. Mm -hmm. So you know, we're, we're speaking about overall this topic of letting go and surrender and what it actually means, right? And what are some of the ingredients that have to go into this process if we want to become a greater version of ourselves, if we truly want to lead from the heart, if we want to step into our higher purpose, our service, our contribution, and really just a deeper sense of connection and meaning in life? What is required of us to do that? Well, it's letting go and surrender. But in order to do that, we must one feel, we must step into that sense of deep, deep feeling and not suppressing the fear, the anxiety, the worry, the doubt, the shame, the guilt, all of that needs to be felt. And once it's brought up to be felt, we are trusting whatever emerges needs to emerge in our inner life and our outer life. What is showing up for us? How is that mirroring back to us some things that maybe more things that we need to heal and let go of. And so it's really working with this deep process of knowingness, of faith, of trust that everything that's showing up is perfectly placed on your path for you to evolve into that greater version of yourself. And the more that you let go, the more that you surrender, the more you trust that life has you, the more beautiful life becomes. And we all get to experience that. Um, and we all get to go into that. And, you know, the one last point I'll make here before I'll turn it back over to you is 
a lot of the people perhaps listening to this, I know for myself, I know for you, it's easy to want to walk this path alone and by yourself. And it's, it's like, what do I fucking do with all of this? What do I do with this pressure that's been building for 25, for 35, for 45, 50 fucking years, mm. however old you are? What do I do with this? Because we don't always have, unless you're trained and certified in these different modalities as Sean and I are, you don't, might not have the resources and tools to be able to navigate this yourself. And even for us having the tools, we need each other. Mm. And that's what it all comes down to on this journey. It's, it's why we're having this conversation. It's relatability. It's connection. It's, it's dropping the armor and coming heart to heart with somebody else. And what we see all the time, especially in brotherhood, is this exactly what I'm speaking to, is this level of vulnerability and authenticity that drops the armor, that allows us to fully express uninhibited allows us to fully unapologetically express and embrace who we are. And when we can get that mirror of another man looking us in the fucking eyes as we're going through this, mm. you want some of the most heart opening medicine you could receive. Well, yeah. It's that. And from that space, what happens? Your fucking life expands. That's why brotherhood is so important. You fucking go into your relationships, into your purpose into your mission and stepping fully into that. But it starts in the, in the space together, connected in community. Mm. And that's why this work is so incredibly important. This is why I'm extra committed more now than ever to be bringing and creating more spaces for men to gather and fucking do this work because it's fucking time. It is man. And we both know, uh, just how much farther we can go together. You know, when you're in this place of like, I'm going to figure it out and you do the isolation thing and, you know, when you start to hurt, you don't want to be seen in that. So you just stay in your own shit and silently suffer. God, that's like, that just needs to go. It doesn't, it's so unnecessary. And the acceleration that you experience when you come together with the brothers, with men around you that are just like you and, and having similar experiences and knowing that you're not alone in that because when we're going through our shit we can tend to think we're very unique in that but when you're in a, a space with like 10 other guys and they're like me too going through all that same shit so empowering and so like oh wow okay we're all doing this together like hell yeah and and i didn't know the power and the potency of that until i started doing men's work or being in these spaces with other men who are all sharing that vision of like, Hey, I just, I'm here to heal. I want to be a better me. I want to, I want to be a, a steward of, of life and, and make things better for those around me and become all that I can be. Like the energy of that is so amplified when we come together and we allow the vulnerability and all the masks are off and you're just in a space where it's like, Holy shit, I feel like I can be me. And, and then that starts to get anchored and then the energy increases and it's like, we're all doing this and your energy shifts so much. And therefore the, the mirror that reality is has to change because the reflection's changing and everything starts to shift for you. New opportunities come in. You, you get this sense of like, you're not, you're not holding anything in anymore. When shit comes up for you, you, yeah, you deal with it 
with you internally, but you also can share that with a brother that can hold space for you and be like, I got you, man. Just like today, you know, like me, you and I had that experience today. You were going through stuff and, and like in real time on our call, like think something came in and, and it was a deep emotional thing and it brought you into a certain place. And it, it felt so good to be in that with you, man, and to feel that with you and to experience that with you. Um, that's like the new, you know, instead of doing that on the battlefield and, and doing that where we're fighting each other, like we're doing that for each other. Now we're building each other up and being like, I got you, man, I'm with you. Feel it. You're not alone. And it, it just helps so much. Like it's hard to put into words really, but it's, it makes all the difference. It really does. That was a perfect example. I'm glad, glad that you brought that into the space. Cause yeah, just going through so much that's been transpiring in my relationships and just having this, this, this perfect mirror today to help me to process this. And that's so crazy how that happened in real time. Like oh, getting man. This text message and like, <laughs> wow, I was like, holy fuck. Like, you know, like it's, it, it brought me to tears and, and also a place of just like, okay, I have no choice right now, but just to let it happen, let it out. And you could have been like, dude, I'll call you back. This is like, this is a lot for me right now, but you didn't, you didn't. And, uh, and I wanted to be there with you and, and feel it with you. And I just want to like say something quick to this because it just shows the energy and the synchronicity of, of life. Right. It's like we were having this conversation about something that was bothering you and like you were you're wanting clarity on something and, uh, you know, waiting, let's say waiting for a message from, from somebody and, and it had been days or whatever. And then it's like, we're talking about this. And literally a few minutes later, it comes in <laughs> like, as we're on the call, it's like, of course, of course. And, and it was meant to be experienced with both of us as brothers. So we could, so I could hold you in that. So you could not feel alone. And, and man, you did such a beautiful job of, of feeling that and like really letting yourself go into it. And I just was there to be a mirror for you. And I'm sure that that probably helped a lot more than it would have if it was just you like reading that on your own and having that experience by yourself. So I just, I love that that it showed us the power in real time of, of what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I can't say enough of how much I appreciated that. And it, it really, it just solidified what we're doing, right? Mm. It solidified what our main intention was when we got together, you know, and came together into this space to create what we're now creating and, and, and offering what we're now offering in these different spaces, you know, because like, listen, guys, like, there's two people having a conversation right now that are in full integrity with what their true mission is in the world and, and actually walking the talk. Like, you know, this is not saying from the ego, it's fucking us. Mm. I mean, we've, Sean and I both have gone through so many initiations <laughs> as I'm sure you have as well, listening to this. Mm. And, you know, we're never going to speak about anything unless we're living it or have lived it or experienced it directly. Yeah. Like that's just how we roll. And you know, I'm sure you've gathered the realness and rawness of this conversation today and anytime we share anything, but I just wanted to bring that home. And also I wanted to really 
make a clear, clear announcement and shout out to all of the men listening to this right now. Like you don't have to do this alone. You can fully begin to step into a place where you can call in other people around you. And it might feel unsafe at first. You may feel this distrust of other men around you because of all of the conditioning and programming, all of the competition that we've endured, all of these different things, but it doesn't have to be like that any longer. And I can tell you, as soon as you make the commitment to yourself on this path and actually step into these spaces, whether it's one of our spaces or anything else, like you will be um, a new man walking out of that and a man that is not just new, but a man that is fucking fully confident that is, yes, yeah, still going to have struggle, adversity, challenges, but is going to be able to persevere through those to be able to really cut through like a fucking sword in the middle of the fog and the mist and pierce through that to find the sun on the other side and lead others in that process. And that's what we're really attempting to do here is to really cultivate and and organize groups of men mm. that are really desiring this this path this this beautiful soul led path of living in his truth living in his authenticity because that is the a, a fucking huge gift to the world right now especially amongst all the people struggling so Sean and I you've probably heard we're we're hosting a 12 week men's immersion and retreat called legendary leadership. This is all about helping you to fully lead yourself so that you can step into a place in which you can lead others in a small way, your family, your community, or in a big way and have impact and influence on those you meet, those lives you touch, and really sharing your true gifts with the world. Mm. However that looks, whether that's just being in a state of love and excitement, or whether that's going out and, and having a powerful vocation of speaking to people, writing, whatever that is, holding space and so forth. Mm. But really right now we're, we have a few slots left for this round. We're going to be having another round and intend on doing the intend on launching this program a few times a year, but there is still a few slots. If you're listening to this now, this was recorded on May 24th, 2023. Um, you can apply we already have an incredible group of individuals and men that are mm-hmm. stepped and in, coming into this space and we're, we're excited and potentially that could be you and we would love to have you there. So you could head over to masculinemastery.co slash leadership, check out all the details, full on brotherhood online, and then coming together for a four day, three night retreat here in San Miguel, Mexico, gathered together in fucking strength and power. And I'm so fucking excited. Oh, so I just want to lay that down. There. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so good. I'm I have just such a high level of excitement for this, and I'm so stoked at the brothers who got called into this, and then the couple of men who will end up joining this. And I just want to say that um, there's no better feeling than starting to feel like you're you're in charge of your own experience and you're leading your own life instead of letting society or your your old wounds or your egoic aspects leading it for you when you feel like you're making the decisions from your aligned heart-centered place that feel good for you that feel true and right for you honestly there's no greater feeling than that and so our whole intention around this program is to get all of us us included at higher and higher levels, of course, like it just keeps going. But to get every man who who participates in this 
for, for their life to not look anything the same as it was at the beginning. That's really my highest intention and that you leave feeling like, holy shit, I am the leader of my life. I am the leader of my experience. And I feel the confidence of that. I feel the experience of that happening, the momentum of that. And that's when things get exciting. That's when you become that force of nature that can really impact his community, his family, his, his, the, the relationships he has, the people around him. And, and that is what our world is starving for. That's what we are starving for, to be able to live our lives from that place of heart-centered leadership for ourselves. Because mm. it all starts there. And it branches off into everything else, but it all starts there. So every man, I know there's no, going back to what I said at the beginning, there's zero doubt whatsoever. This program was inspi in, divinely inspired to call in the men who are ready to receive the medicine of like, I'm ready to lead my fucking life from my heart. And I'm not afraid anymore. And I'm, I'm surrendered and I feel it in my body. It's a yes, let's go. So if you, yeah, if you're in that place, like that's another thing, Christopher, the last thing I'll say is like, you know, learning to live your life from a fuck yes place. And if your body's a yes, if your, if your soul is a yes, and it's like, this is what I've been waiting for. This is something I know is going to make a big difference for me. Follow that, follow that as much as you can and just watch where that takes you. And that's part of the trust that we were talking about. Life is just so ready to take us to the next level, and that's why we're doing this. That's why we're making this available. So, um, yeah, big love to all the brothers out there, to all the men who do end up listening to this, and any women who want to share this podcast with men in their life so they can feel this energy and see if they resonate with it. Um, that's deeply appreciated because we're all in this together, and I'm sure the women... Mm just as much want to see men healing the men in their lives. It's, it's so important. And, um, yeah, I, I could, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Honestly, I'm, I'm in, the, I'm in the right place and it feels good. Mm. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful podcast, beautiful conversation. I really appreciate it as always. And yeah, guys. So, you heard the call. If you're interested, masculine, masculinemastery.co slash leadership. Check out the, all the details. And I'm going to leave everybody with this. It's on the Tao. The Tao is always flowing, always nourishing life into creation, always presenting steps and solutions, and always reminding us that we are perfection in this moment. You are being guided to relax and allow life to flow. So I'll leave everybody with that and knowing that we can maybe relax a little bit more, that we can breathe a little bit more. You know, it's something that is the foundation of it all is just to breathe, take a few deep breaths and really allow yourself to let go. And it's through the breath, it's through that trust, it's through that faith that you begin walking that true path that is for you and really step into a life of miracles possibilities potentialities and greatness yes. so all right much love and we will talk to you soon
All right, guys, just jumping back in here for a few moments just to remind you about Legendary Leadership, which can be found over at MasculineMastery.co slash leadership. Again, few spaces left for this round. We're going to be running more. However, this is a really wonderful opportunity to get in right now while the fire is hot, while that desire is burning within you to really begin to heal and let go of all of the things that you've been carrying, that no longer do you have to carry these things alone, that you can come into a container of really aligned, aware men that are doing this work as well and create transformations for yourself, for your relationships, for your business, for your life. So if you are ready to answer that call, head on over to masculinemastery.co slash leadership, check it out, and we would love to have you a part of our container. Sending you guys so much love. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.